player 2 has joined the game. Everybody, welcome to episode 178 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from far away, Sean. How are we doing? Fantastic. Again, almost had a brain fart because I changed it up because I was like, I mean, you're still my brother from my mother, but I feel like I need to change it now and do something witty. And I almost have a brain fart every time. So that's how that goes. If this is the first time you're seeing or listening to us, this is the Two Player Co-op Podcast, where just about every week, two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you like the video, share it with your friends, family, and everybody in between, and make sure you subscribe as well if you have not already, and hit that little bell to get notified every time we post a video. If you're listening on audio feeds around the multiverse, make sure you give us a five-star review and make Dustin Star proud. If you, you, you threw me for a loop there when you said audio feeds instead of audio services. Did I say feeds? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't either. I didn't mean to say that. I guess <laughs> it just came out. I don't know why. I never would I would never say audio feed. I must have maybe I'm hungry. I don't know. Um if you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two player co-op, just like our producers Steve Appleton, Aunt Sue, and Vernon Slayton did, as well as our affiliates. Logan Wilkinson and James Solar. If you like merch and you want to get you a nice two-player co-op t-shirt, hoodie, sticker, phone case, coffee mug, anything like that, uh, go to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op. And eventually, at some point, we will twitch again over at twitch.tv slash two-player underscore co-op. I feel every mustache hair moving as I talk, and it's driving me nuts. <sighs> the mustache is pretty tight, I must say. It's uh, it's a good mustache. It won't be so good when I shave off the rest of this. I don't know how much longer I can take this. Like it's, I think I've peaked, and this is a sad peak for for beard growing, but. I don't think I think everything has now just stopped. I think it's it's just static at this point. Um, the best part is when you shave. Just you got to take full advantage of as many different mustache and beard styles as you can as you as you go down. I think what I'll do is I'll shave it all off so it's just a goatee. Then, see, I hate getting rid of this thing because this thing actually kind of grows in. But I think then I get rid of this yeah leave the hulk hogan do the handlebars <laughs> yeah and then just do a mustache and then get rid of it all or maybe leave the mustache who knows what do i care uh, what would be fun you had to get rid of like the ends of not like not hitler yeah, yeah not not all the way to the hitler but leave just like i don't know uh, well that's uh, the thing i don't even know where to shave this thing to do a mustache like I guess I you could you do it here, like the your lip, your yeah, like it, straight across there. It's weird because on this side, on my right side, it like it goes further, but on this side, it I don't know. It's weird. I just realized my shirt's backwards. Have I always been backwards in this? You're not backwards on my end. No, I'm not. Mm -mm. I wonder if I'm always backwards. No, because where would I sit? normally no but i'm saying look it says does this read grizzlies or does it, it says read? grizzlies it, it says doesn't grizzlies sell basketball. <laughs> it doesn't say sell zerg 
Hold on. Let me pull up the last podcast real quick. We don't have a whole lot to talk about this week. Let's see. And Are I you talking just we're... since we've been doing Zoom or back to when we were? Okay. No, it says Geneseo. Okay. All right. So I don't know. So maybe Not it's just. Oh, we send it. If if it's if it's backwards, sorry. I don't know. It's, I'm not going to. I feel like if I flip it now. First off. Flip it and reverse it. Yeah. Um, it'll just cause more harm than good. So, yeah, I don't know. This is pro. I got to think this is the last time y'all are going to see me with facial hair. Um, Kevin's evil twin, as Sean called me like two years ago, <laughs> which is still one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. You look like we sat down to record and you were sitting on it for a while. You could tell because you just were like, you you started laughing before you even said it. And you were like, you look like, and then I think you lost it. And you're like, you're like, it's like you're Kevin's evil twin. I can almost twist it. I can almost do this. Well, I mean, I can, but there's. Okay. Do yours like curl yeah. around your lip? Yeah, but I've. I've That's what bugs me. It's not. If it was long and it just like over, overhung, overhanged my yeah. lip, I think I could get by. But it's when they curl over and like and around my. Yeah, it drives me nuts. That's the one thing I have done. I have trimmed it a little bit down here so it stays above the lip, at least for the most part. And then I kind of trimmed. There's some random hairs like <laughs> up here. So I got rid of those. Uh, but yeah, I don't think the beard will ever get more than this i mean yeah it's not gonna get any more full as it no. grows in see that's with mine like mine's it's not like patchy per se it's just not very full like i don't have like mm. big spots where it doesn't come in but the sides here they're the hairs are few and far between so until it gets long enough to kind of mask that it doesn't really look like a beard yeah so it's got to be long in order for it to look legit i don't think that's gonna happen with you now can dad grow a beard i was thinking look like yours basically i remember at one point i remember one time in texas was it texas yes he we he we were down there for like a week maybe two weeks and uh he was Growing a beard. I don't even know that he was really growing a beard so much as yeah. just, just didn't feel he like shaving. Just didn't care. Yeah. Um but I gotta look something up real quick to make sure that I don't say anything that is okay, I guess it's fine. It just doesn't even make sense. So, anyways, I remember <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a Google, I'm doing a Google image search right now and I must be, (laughs) no, I I think I'm, maybe I'm misremembering it. But anyways, (laughs) I remember he was growing out his beard or just lazy. And it kind of looked like you're, I mean, not the mustache part, but it looked like if you went a week without shaving. Mm -hmm. And Uncle Bob said something to him. And what he said has stuck with me. And then I had to look it up real quick to make sure it wasn't something inappropriate <laughs> and I didn't want to get myself into trouble. But now that I'm looking it up, it doesn't even make sense. But anyways, he said to dad, you look like Silas Marner. And I don't know who oh. that is. And I just Googled it now and it's the guy doesn't even have a beard. It's like this old white guy. looks like <laughs> there's like books about him. I don't know if he's an author or if he's the subject of the book, but all these pictures... 
like yeah there's some people there's a couple where he's got like crazy sideburns okay nothing nothing going on here well maybe that's all the dad had grown out <laughs> maybe yeah okay he, so he does have some some pretty <laughs> legit sideburns going on but all i remember is he said that he looked like silas marner and i had no idea what it meant but i still laughed a lot that sounds familiar. That that does sound familiar. <laughs> I feel like he did it one time up in New York too, though. It, it just went like a few days, but during like an ice storm or a blizzard or something. maybe something. But I just remember. It, I don't remember it being like mine. It I mean, was better was, than yours, but probably no better than mine. Yeah, yeah. We don't come from a long line of beard growers, but I mean, Uncle Bob for a while he had that awesome mustache. Yeah, but for I, most look of at yours, lives. look at mine. I mean, yeah, but mine's we, not. My again, no, mine's not that legit. thick. Well, I don't know. I mean, from what I see, it looks legit. Well, you're I'm in a very small window on your computer. <laughs> Here, let me take a selfie. You can, you can tell there wasn't a whole lot of news this week. Oh, god, the first thing I saw was that's funny. The first thing I saw was the picture of Superman and Justice League that just randomly made me mad today. Uh, oh, so. <laughs> So that's we need to we need to CG out your mustache. Oh my god, we should do that. That would be hilarious. All right, I just sent it to you. No, it is pretty. It is pretty thick, I guess. I'm saying the mustache is good. I'm not There's, saying it looks good, but no, it's a it good, good mustache. It's kind of like okay. I mean, it's it's not bad. There's a couple. There's a few gray hairs in there too. What I'm just like God Almighty, like oh, it's horrible. But whatever. I'm not going to go bald. So who cares if I'm gray? I guess. That's true. We won't go bald, at least anytime soon. We're turning gray. Yeah. I just wonder if I'll be fully gray before dad was. But he said he wasn't fully gray for, he said it was later than I remember, but I remember it being pretty. I mean, you're almost 40. You're not, you're still very much salt and pepper. Yes. Like you're not anywhere near gray. You just have gray. Yeah. I can't imagine you'll be like, gray gray or even most even 50 50 yeah right before before 50 the only time you can't the only you can only see it if i don't have product in my hair then you can definitely see it but when i have product in you can't see the gray it's weird i don't know what that chemical reaction is or something but yeah it's very odd um so that was two-player beer talk um (laughs) for this week uh i don't have any witty banter written down did you have any witty banter sean uh i don't like to i think write we just, my witty banter down that's just gotta well no it's more like it's gotta be like a free-flowing a, conversation that sometimes touches on return you, you never wrote me back about my idea by the way i love how you i didn't really know me. well i didn't really know i didn't see it until later and then once i saw it, i'm like i don't really know what he's talking about i couldn't I'm remember saying, if this was something we had discussed before and i had just forgotten so i'm like well we uh, did it we did it at some point but what i'm saying oh is, okay Kind of like a game over Greggy style of show where we just, it's just witty banter for 30, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever. And everybody, we need to be drinking. Well, you, well, I'm already drinking. You should be drinking. If we're both drinking, then yeah, that'll work. Coffee talk. We should also just like, just stream it and just say, hey, just everybody that's in quarantine right now, or not really quarantine, but social distancing and is just looking for some like, human interaction like come hang out we'll just we'll talk and whatever we could call it well but there's no we we remember we can't stream it because the freaking remember the one time i tried to put this in obs i was like five minutes after my mouth was moving five minutes after my words came out hmm 
Yeah, we could true. we could call it the two player covidiots or something. I don't know. I just thought of that. Um, Wait, what did you say? <laughs> two player covidiots, like COVID nineteen. That's COVID-idiots. that's really good. Are you sure you just came up with that? I did. It just popped in my head. Yes, COVID-idiots. I said I, that's I really called Rasan. I called Rasan and Jim. Rasan and Jim covidiots the other day. And then that's pretty just, good. I haven't seen that. I'm sure somebody on Twitter has come up. Oh, with it. I'm, I'm sure, but. Yeah, two player covidiots. Bonus episode. <laughs> uh, um, so besides witty banter, we did have a correction that was written in. We've never had a correction written in before, so thank you, James. Oh, we had a Tony Reale. We did. Hey guys, in episode one seventy seven, while talking about the twin breaker platinum, Kevin said something along the lines of, "quote It's doable." James Solar got it, but he's good at video games. End quote. This, however, is incorrect. Yes, the Platinum is doable, but it's mainly comprised of lucky bounces and power-up drops. A small amount of actual skill is I'm good at... Wait, what? You didn't edit this. James just can't type. A small amount of actual skill is I'm not good at video games is what it says. I think he's, <laughs> what he's saying is a small, a small amount of actual skill is required, period. I'm not good at video games, period. I was never able to beat Cuphead, which I know you've both done. So maybe it's actually you who is good at games, James Solar. Thank you, James. I'm good at some games, but Twin Breaker I'm not good at. Um, and I've been so busy with Final Fantasy VII, I haven't even wanted to touch another game. But at some point, I will go back to it. Um, I really need, when I'm done with this, I really need to play Hellblade. I need to get through that, and I need to get that platinum and get that done. Um, Did uh, Fun Run, whatever it was called, ever... They they've got patch. an update they've they've got an update ready to go, but I haven't seen it get installed yet. They said that it was it was delayed on PlayStation because of COVID nineteen, um, but it's ready to go. What's whatever. it called? Covidiots. No, the game oh, Top Run. Top Run. Yeah, that's right. So I'm still waiting for that. But again, I, I feel like what's going to happen in that game is I'm going to get all the the grindy trophies to get up to the top level, do all the uh the uh what's it called the objectives or whatever and then it's going to be like the last trophy i need to get is to get to a thousand points in that stupid uh asteroids whatever rip off Uh, and i'm gonna be like crap sean come on over or i'll do a share play and let you play it or something to get me the trophy i don't know um but no they're waiting they're waiting on on sony to allow them to post the update but i think the update that they've got because they had an, an update for other fixes it already went live i think on switch and xbox and they're just waiting on sony um but yeah i need to get the platinum in that stupid game i probably put 10 12 hours in a freaking automatic runner like at hey. this at this point i'm pot committed i have to get it uh look at adam's discord message i think you should do it anyways it'll, it'll be good advertising to get on Twitch front page reel for a call on Tuesday night. Okay. Possibly. Why me? <laughs> because you've got the better streaming setup. You're set up there. Not really. I mean I mean I've got your stream deck, but that's it. And you've got the green screen and the Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You have the better setup. But you're better at games. Well, that's true. Thank you, James Solar, for the correction. Um, so, Sean, you beat Final Fantasy VII. So, I did. 
I, my update, I am just a bit over 19 hours in. I'm in chapter 13. Um, I don't remember exactly what I did last. I think I just went and went to the house and saw that Marlene was okay. I don't think it's a spoiler to say that because, like, if you're not that far, you probably, whatever. I mean, Um, even Final Fantasy isn't going to kill off a child. I wouldn't think so. And I was the whole time, I'm like, there's no way. But it gives me, it makes me wonder about the other two. And you were all, hmm, hmm, when I was texting you. So I still don't know what's up with them. But um, so I'm 19 hours in, a little bit into chapter 13. Sean, you beat it. What what was your, uh, do you remember what your runtime was when you beat it? Or did you check? I don't remember exactly. I think it was like 35, 36. Okay. Um, I mean, right where it should be. Um, I think Jason beat it uh the night before and he was also right at 35 36 so i mean it's it seems pretty consistent um it was it's weird how i can appreciate a lot of the stuff they did because it does it's pulled right from the original and then sometimes a lot of the stuff they do just I wouldn't say it goes off the rails, but it's like, I don't know. It's, they definitely, so let me say, I love this game and I wholeheartedly, it, I can't imagine it won't be my game of the year, but uh, you can tell there's a lot of, I don't want to call it fluff cause that's, that's not fair, but they definitely, I think the entire, um, the stuff that happens at the end that does not happen in the original. I'll say it like that. So if you've beaten it, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Like you basically get to the point in the original where, okay, we're done with Midgar. Let's go. You get to that point in this game. And then it's like, Oh, "Mm, but here's some other stuff first. All that stuff. While cool, it's not necessarily bad gaming i don't know so they do finally explain i think in chapter 16 or probably 17 you finally find out what these what the little cloaked ghost things are they full-on explain that i didn't know i thought maybe we weren't going to find out till a later you know episode whatever um so they explain those totally not at all in the first one um I don't know. It like I was texting with Jason after after I beat it and we both kind of agreed a lot of it just seemed kind of shoehorned in just to say, well, we need because in the original the last boss you fight before leaving Midgard doesn't really make for a good end to the game so they're like well we can't end end with that so is let's... that boss still in the game yeah okay but it's different um i don't even want to i don't want to say That's it's fine. it is but it's different um so i don't know it seems a little shoehorned in just to try to make this part of it seem like a full standalone game i guess if that makes sense um there's a lot of stuff they're introducing in this game like these things that weren't in the original and there's a lot of things that they're introducing 
earlier than in the original, which I think is interesting. Um, also, in talking to Jason, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, I never was, but I'm even less sure now that this is going to be a three-part thing. You think it's going to be more? There's so much Ugh. still to do. And I don't know how they're going to do it because if they take the same approach and do with the rest of the game what they did with Midgar, I'm curious to see how they handle the whole open world aspect because a lot of this is like a typical, in the original, it's like typical overworld. You're a giant person walking around on right. a map and you are like the size of the towns kind of thing. So I don't think they would go that route. You can't really just do an overworld in today's games. Like, it just doesn't work. But you also couldn't have Cloud just be running around a light, you know, a life-size scale of this world. Like, that doesn't work either. So I'm curious to see what they do. Um, I think they would have a hard time... If they go from where part one left off until even though we've already said it, I don't want to say it, the big moment, even if it goes that far, which is about what I would think they would do. Okay. So good. So that at least tells me I can at least relax through the rest of this game. Yeah. Yeah. That's, okay, good. yeah. Um, even if they do all that in one episode, which I originally was thinking they would do, mm -hmm. they cannot do to that part of it what they did to Midgar or else it'll take two or three episodes just to get that far like so I'm hoping it was just like the whole Midgar part it is a cool story let's give some more life to it let's make Midgar more believable more encompassing whatever but maybe once you're out because you jump around from places a lot there's a couple like big I don't want to say set pieces but like places that have a lot of a lot of stuff to do and a lot of relevance to the game, but a lot of it, you're just kind of jumping around at, Ooh, you go through this cave and Ooh, you pop into this town for a little bit. Ooh, you explore over here. But like, I can't imagine they would try to expand on all of that. Like they did Midgar. So I don't know. I'm, I'm worried that this is going to be more than a three part thing now. Well, I wonder if they just say we had to do kind of like what you were saying. We had to do this. If we wanted to make a Midgard game, we had to fluff it out a lot. Whereas if we do, I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think they can go more sense than three to, parts. Right. It wouldn't have made sense to go to, to do Midgard the way it, is in the original and then you leave midgar there's no good stopping points after that for a while um now the only other thing i can think in my mind i've, I've got it that episode two would end with that moment you yeah know, that's that's a brutal way to end it um and then episode three is the rest of it but it's possible that i mean there's not a whole lot that goes on after that um I mean, there is, but there isn't. So I could see maybe that happening in episode three, like in the maybe not the middle of it, but during it somewhere. And maybe episode two, if they don't try to add a bunch of fluff, could end somewhere else. And I've got one idea that maybe they could 
do it at, but I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see what they have planned for the rest of it. But um, long story short, anyways, I love the game. It is a lot of fun. Um, I am doubting. I can't remember if we even talked about it on the podcast or if we just talked about it off the air. At one point, I was thinking I was going to try to get the platinum. Yeah. I'm less sure about that now. I was doing some research into it. So I beat the game, and I think I was like level 35 or so with all my characters. Um, I think I'm 21 or 22 right now, something like that. So everything I was reading online says, before you even try this game on hard, you should get all your characters to level 50, which is the max. Um, And you should have all the materia maxed out, like leveled up. And even then, it's still hard. Right. So I'm not even anywhere near being able to realistically start it on hard yet. Now, what they do is when you go back into the chapter selection after you beat it, all the post-game content is either triple XP, double AP, or double AP, double XP, triple AP. I don't remember which. So... In theory, you could probably get up to level 50 kind of quick, but the other weird thing, not weird thing, but just different thing about this game than the original is the lack of random encounters. Yeah. Now, granted, in the first one, Midgard didn't really have it either, but it's like, if I just said, hey, I'm going to go level up, I wouldn't know where to go. Like, I don't know. There's no good place like, oh, I'm just going to hang around here and just fight and fight and fight and fight and fight. You basically, you just play through a whole chapter yeah. and you'll get what you get kind of thing. So I think I need to spend a little time away from it and try to figure out if it's worth it. What I was kind of thinking about doing before I read that was just start over, just try chapter one and see how I fare with the scorpion boss. Now yeah. that I'm at level 35 instead of level seven or whatever I was in the beginning, I've got all this new materia. Like, even though it's on hard, maybe I'll just smoke that scorpion boss. I don't know. I don't think I will, especially when I'm reading about you need to get to level 50 before you even think about it. So that kind of made me pump the brakes a little bit. Um, I may still try it at some point. I'll at least try chapter one because I feel like that boss will tell me a lot. It'll tell me how bad is hard mode. Or for all I know, I'll get... I'll have a tough time even getting to it. Like maybe it's that hard. I don't really know, but um, none of the other ones, there's a couple things that sound a little grindy, but not necessarily difficult. Um, But by far, obviously the hardest part about getting the platinum is beating the game on hard. So we'll see. I haven't ruled it out yet, but man, I think it's going to be a lot more difficult than I was originally thinking. I can't even imagine playing this game on hard. I've pretty much, I, I still, I'm trying to play on normal, but then it's like at one point I'd switched it to easy for some fight and then I forgot about it after. And I was yep. like, oh, this is fun now. I'm just going through and I'm, the combat's still challenging, whatever. But then I was like, oh crap, it's because I'm on easy. That's why I'm just, yep, I through. did the same thing. Um, but yeah, I cannot even imagine playing this on, on hard. Where, when am I going to see Red 13? Um, chapter 13. <laughs> I think it's 16. I think it's, the oh, end of, uh, yeah, okay. I think it's the end of 16. I thought this guy was like this tiger cat 
mutant man thing was like a big deal. He didn't come in until that late. Yeah, but you got to remember what you're playing now is a It's like two hours in. He actually yeah. does have a big role in the actual game. But yeah, this one they introduced him pretty late. So did this feel like a full Final Fantasy game to you? Yes and no. Final Fantasy games usually have so much extra like bonus content. And the main thing that this one has going for it is like now you can play through the whole game again with like a new game plus kind of thing, which they don't usually do. It's usually just you just keep playing in the same world that you're in, but there's other stuff you can do if you really want to challenge yourself. This one, it's more like, well, you can just play third again, but on a harder difficulty. Um, I guess just from like a length standpoint and just volume of just game, yeah, it's it's a full Final Fantasy's okay. worth, but it didn't really have that feel of a just standalone Final Fantasy game to me because, you know, you don't, Part of it is because you know what the actual game is, what the full game is, and how you're going into this knowing that it's only a portion of it, and you don't get all your characters, and you only get some weapons, and there's no ultimate weapons. There's no, uh, okay. to my knowledge, there's no like crazy optional bosses. There's no, so it doesn't have a lot of that kind of stuff that Final Fantasies typically have. So. I mean, it's 35 hours of gameplay just to beat it once. So, I mean, there's enough just stuff there to, I guess, qualify it as a real, true Final Fantasy game, but it also doesn't quite have the feel of it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. but So, one thing you didn't talk about, was the end as confusing as everybody's making it out to be? Playing the original, so at least you know what's... <laughs> you You know what should be going on. But why is everybody saying without spoilers the end why is the end so damn confusing that everybody is saying? Or is it just a lot? Part of it is them introducing stuff not necessarily out of order, but differently than they had before. Part of it is them adding this whole new kind of layer of stuff. And it's kind of cool what those spooky black cloak things okay. mean, what they are. But um, I don't know if they just, yeah, I don't know. It's, I'm probably going to one of these days go down a YouTube rabbit hole yeah. and see what people say about, ooh, what the end really means, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, it's definitely, I don't know. <laughs> It's funny because I don't know who would be more confused. Somebody that went in, somebody that's played the original and went into it expecting one thing and seeing something else versus somebody that didn't know what to expect and therefore they're seeing things and hearing about things that mean nothing to them. So they're also going to be confused. So I don't know. I'm curious to get your thoughts when you beat it. But, um, yeah, interesting. I feel bad. I don't know that I'm going to beat this in a week. We want to do a spoiler cast. I almost want to tell you and Jason to just do your own because I feel like now you're just waiting for for my old ass to. No, because it. we've okay. already had our just. We've both played this game so many times. I mean the original. Yeah. And now we both beat it, and we've had our 
brief discussions. I kind of want to, I think it would be good having you there because you're going in mostly, if not completely blind. Except for that one it. moment. Yeah. Right. And that so, doesn't even happen. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, as far as you've gotten, you're over halfway and we've only had it a week, well, a week and a couple days. So yeah. how, how many, where are you at right now? Time-wise? 19 hours, chapter 13. And I'm not going to do a single, now that I know I'm screwed, I can't get the elemental material, I'm not doing a single side quest the rest of the way. So chapter 14, the side quests take a long time. If you I'm just say, screw the side quests, um, you, you could beat it by next weekend. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, we are, like I said, we are planning to do a spoiler cast. We'll, that'll just be up. It'll just be a bonus episode whenever we do it. It'll be a bonus episode that week. It won't be on Patreon or anything. So if you want to hear our thoughts, um, it'll be there for you. Um, so let me run through some of my notes that I've got here. Uh, I wrote down with an exclamation point. So last time I was getting towards the end of chapter seven. Oh, yeah. So I beat the robot boss thing. I tried it on normal a couple of times. Like Sean said, I could barely get anywhere on the second phase of this three phase fight. And I was like, nope, nope. Put it down to easy. And then I freaking wrecked him. So it's almost like I do. I, it, I almost wish there was something in between. That's what I was going to say. Like, I hate yeah. that like freaking Kotaku has to write a whole article saying Final Fantasy is easy is too easy. Like, I don't really think that needs to be an article. <laughs> like, Bernardo has been clowning them on their stupid article. And now they're RIP. Oh, I guess I sh that would have been witty banter. Jason Schreier's leaving Kotaku. Um, so they will be gone by the end of the year for sure. Because he was the only thing keeping that site afloat. Um, but yeah, it seems like it almost feels like normal should have been you you could have tweaked normal a little bit harder to make it hard and then do something between what is now normal and what is now easy call that normal and then have easy be easy because it's like yeah it feels like i'm just so overpowered when i play on easy yeah. but at this point i love the combat and everything i just well wanted, because it seems i'm pretty sure you are simultaneously doing more damage while taking less. Yeah. If it was just one or the other, I think even that would have been fine. Yeah. Um, so I got through that, and then when you get to Chapter 8, I wrote down here with an exclamation point, Aerith has joined the party. And like Sean and I were texting back and forth multiple times this week, and we both agree, they really want this death to hurt so so much and i can say they're succeeding i adore Aerith in this game um i i love all the interactions you have with her like i tweeted or i texted you one time like she's just so sweet and like wholesome yeah. and hopeful and you know, I asked you what's going on with her eyes. Is she, you know, is she a soldier or something too? And you said, no, it'll make sense. And I just found out what that is in chapter 13. Um, but they are doing everything they can to make her death. If you don't know she dies, I mean, I'm, it's like the, one of the biggest moments in video games since 23 years old. So I don't feel bad. Nobody should feel bad talking about that. Yeah. Um, but they are going to make this death hurt so much. Like when she, like I texted you, when she high fives Cloud, when Cloud actually high fives her back, I was just like, oh my God, I hate this game. So like, I love it, but God, I hate this game so much. This is going to be horrible. Um, but I will say she's still worthless in battle. Um, I did steal that weapon for her uh, that you told me to in that one chapter fight. Um, yeah. But then, you know, she she's not in your party anymore for story reasons, so I couldn't even use it with her yet. Um, 
the house fight was nuts. I did. I was not. I was not expecting to fight a house. Um, it does. When really... I got there, I'm like, oh, I wonder what this is going to be like. They're building it up too much because that whole thing is not in the original. Oh, that that portion. Okay, the so the arena like a, thing. Yeah. Okay. So it's in the original, but I mean the equivalent of that, but it's much later in the game that okay. Coliseum type of thing. So I don't know if they just wanted, well, we want to have some kind of thing similar to that in this. Let's put it in Walmart. It seemed like that kind of thing. But yeah, that's not in the original. Okay. But I was curious when they were building it up and, oh no, we have one more fight. It's his own special thing and whatever. I'm like, oh my God, like what is this going to be? I thought it was the house. Rock. <laughs> or I mean, it almost was. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. Uh, I wrote down here, Corneo can die. That guy is just, he's oh, oh, he's so creepy. Um, but I will also say I was not prepared for any of the absurdity that happened once you set foot in wall market. Like I had heard about the stuff in the past. Really all I knew is that, you know, cloud dressed up as a woman. That's, so, that's all I knew, but I was not prepared for all of that. So what I will say about Corneo, um, Partially his um, demeanor, his, to a certain extent, his looks. Now, they nailed it because that's exactly how he is in the original. But if this were a brand new game, you could draw some pretty easily uh, corollaries to a certain very powerful someone in today's world. Okay. But I mean, it's that's not it. Like this, he that's exactly how he was back in 1997. But I don't know. It, it seems almost too. Per, I mean, a caricature. But yeah, we're not going to get into politics here. <laughs> no. But yeah. Um. Uh, the graveyard stuff. I hated that ghoul boss fight. That was not fun. Um. Oh yeah, and that was the other thing with mom with Wall Market, like. Remember what I was talking about, Tifa, last week? Good Lord. And then they put her in this dress, and I'm like, is this a Kojima game? Like, are you kidding me? Um, yeah, the train graveyard. Oh, I wrote down here, Tifa is a badass. She's awesome. I love yeah. every every character in this game so far. I love. But that's, I mean, that's why the original, and I mean the remake too, but that's what made it so good. Like, it was yeah. just a perfect... It's like when you have, like... The Office or Seinfeld or something like that, where you just you just nail the whole cast of characters and it just works. It's that kind of thing. Like they just everybody is just awesome in it. Yep. Um, but I remember when they did the reveal trailer for Tifa, and we talked about it on the podcast, and I was like, it might have been at E three actually, and everybody went nuts, and I was like, why is everybody going so crazy? It's it. I, it, I know Tifa's a character, but why is everybody everybody going so crazy for her? And now that I get to see her and play with her and everything, and she's just like I said, a complete badass. Now I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. I get why everybody went nuts. She's she's awesome. Um, well, it's funny how they like like you talk about um, with Aerith and how just how you know sweet and lovable and whatever that she is and it's like they they nailed it because that's how even though you have very limited you know 
almost non-existent like facial expressions and stuff in the original and no voice acting and all this stuff but like how you would expect her to be from the original is exactly how she is here and it's exactly how like everybody cloud and barrett and Aerith and tifa and sephiroth and all the different like shinra people and the turks like they just like it's it's everything from the original just perfectly come to life like i think they nailed all of it yeah um one thing i will say mm -hmm. it's not really a negative and it's probably something i would learn to just accept eventually come episode two um i'm not a hundred percent sold on red 13's voice okay there's nothing really remarkable about it but like you see him for a little bit before yeah i know i a <laughs> remarkable <laughs> i was like did our video just stutter no that, that was all just me um like you see him for a little bit before you actually hear him talk. And I'm like, I've got it in my head. I'm like, oh, this is how he's going to sound. It's going to sound like Mufasa or something. <laughs> right. And then he just didn't sound at all like I expected him to. I don't know. He just sounds like a, I was expecting him to sound like a very wise, like, I don't know. But then he's just like, hi, I'm Red Thur I don't know. It, the, to me, the voice didn't match him. That's my one, like everything else I think is perfect. Like, the voices are exactly how you would expect them to sound and whatever. His, maybe it's just because you're used to seeing people and now you have an animal, but yeah. the animal is speaking English. So maybe that's just messing with my brain, but I don't know. Something about the way his voice didn't quite, I don't know, play out the way I was expecting it to. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to finally see him because I never watched the trailer that he was in because I think that was another one that was kind of spoilery. But um, well, that's, I kind of want to go back and watch the one that... The the launch trailer is what everybody was yelling about, yeah. Yeah, I kind of want to go back and watch that now. Um, and then I wrote here, Aerith in Chapter 12 with three exclamation points off a after it because that, again, I wrote down here in my notes, Aerith is my favorite character ever in anything ever. Um just everything with her arc in chapter 12 where she's going to save somebody, you know, on the ground and stuff. Yeah. It's just so well done. And you see that she's not just sweet and loving and all that, but like she is, but she is also still kind of her own badass and she's not going to let anything get in her way. She said, no, I said, I promised Barrett I was going to do this. I'm going to do it. And yeah. it's just awesome. And everything else in chapter 12, I was not prepared for. I still don't know if it's, fake outs or not um i assume i'll find out pretty soon but like the emotions from like the end well from the middle of chapter 12 to the end getting into 13 just almost broke me um and i did not expect that so what were you thinking without this is less of a spoiler so i don't like so i don't want to spoil it other than okay. the obvious one that we've already spoiled but so well i don't know i didn't I didn't know that potentially anyone else in my party at large would have their life at risk or possibly end, I guess is what I'm saying. So I'm not even talking about that, but just in general, oh, okay. I mean, that's it. I mean, yes and no, but the big thing that happens. Oh, okay. Did you think it was going to happen? No, I didn't think they were going to drop you it. You thought that they were going to stop it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's what I was curious about because I knew what was happening. 
and in the in the in the original it's almost like you don't even have enough time to process it as being like a huge deal where in this one it's like it's horrible oh my god they wouldn't really there's no yeah. way they would actually do that come on and then like yeah and then like i wonder if i didn't know going into this i'd be like no there's okay they're gonna build it all up and then they're gonna stop they're gonna save the, the day second but, i 100 yeah. percent. i thought there's no way they're actually gonna do this there's no way because are you kidding me like i don't even know what the plate is i still don't even know what the plate is but <laughs> i'm like they're not going to do that um yeah, yeah. So I, that that's as far as I got. I don't want to do the spoiler about what Aerith is in case people don't know, but I'm excited to keep playing through it. Um, Better Call Saul season finale is tomorrow. I'm trying oh, to decide. Crap. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, do I want to play Final Fantasy VII and then just watch it the next day while I'm working or something um, or like on lunch? And then I still got the MJ thing is going on right now. I got to watch that too. So I'm like, man, oh. I got to... Yeah, I got to parcel my time out so I can so I can see everything. But yeah, <sighs> it's awesome though. Um, I'm assuming you didn't play anything else. I did. Oh, you did what? So when I was trying to figure out if I wanted to go back and at least start my platinum quest, mm-hmm. I eventually decided against it. Uh, what I did do was I started playing the original. Nice. So. You can do other than like the cutscenes and some of the in-game quasi cutscene stuff. You can with the left stick, you can turn on like fast mode, and mm-hmm. it's three times as fast. Now sometimes it's almost too fast where you're just trying to walk around. If I'm trying to hit the staircase, I'm like, <laughs> boom, 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 and I keep like missing it. And I keep going to the side of it, but right. for the most part, yeah, it makes the game go by really quick. That being said, I was from the start of the game. I was out of Midgar in basically right at three hours. It was like three hours and four minutes or something. So just to give you a few, I mean, it's like a 12th of the actual game. I mean, you know, they, they, now granted I'm playing at three times speed for most of it. So maybe it would have taken, I don't know, about nine hours, but probably six to eight, somewhere in there. If you were not playing on like super fast mode, but, it is a very, it's a very important, but very, it's like such a small part of the actual game. Hmm. And it's one of those things where once you're out, it's like now it feels like a Final Fantasy game because you've yeah. got the world map. You've got different towns that you visit and different people that you meet and the overworld and like the random battles out in the overworld. And I don't know, it's just to me like again i was texting jason this but it's like the midgar part in the original the midgar part almost just seems like a prologue kind of thing and then once you're out like it wouldn't surprise me if you got out into the open in the like the main world and that's when it finally said final fantasy okay. <laughs> like now the, the game card. starts yeah. right yeah but it's so good it's it, so i think between this Link to the Past and Ocarina. I'm pretty sure those are my top three games of all time. I don't yeah. remember what I've said in the past, but I feel like those are the three. And it's one of those things where whichever one I've played last is probably my favorite. But now, having just played the remake and now I'm playing the original, it's like this might be my favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. But it's so cool. 
there's a lot of stuff I'm picking up on like, oh yeah, like all these enemies that I would always see and not really think of. And you're like, oh yeah, that's in the remake and that's in the remake and that's in the remake. Yeah, That's what um, they wanted them to look like, but they couldn't do it back then on the PS4. Exactly, yeah. One thing that blew my mind, I saw somebody when I was in the slums and I was like, oh, is that supposed to be? And then I went and talked. Sure enough, Johnny. Okay. Oh. I didn't even know Johnny was in the original. He, they don't really, he doesn't really serve much of a purpose. Not that he does in the remake either, but like he's named, like you talk to him and it says Johnny, blah, 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 blah. So like he's a character. I don't even remember him being in it, but I saw him there. I saw this guy with his red it's hair. So he kind of stood out to me. I'm like, is that supposed to be Johnny? And then I went and let me talk to him. Sure enough, and said Johnny. I'm like, how like i don't know if i've ever even spoken to him before or if i did and it just didn't register because who cares about this guy named johnny but johnny like, poopy pants <laughs> but it is it it i don't know they well, did a really you, good job that's what i'm saying that that's what shows you how like in depth they went with this freaking remake that yeah somebody inconsequential like that now has a story bar a story bark god a story <laughs> beat that goes through at least two different chapters. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know if he comes back after that, but yeah. <sighs> but yeah, so are you still are you going to say to the world what you said to me? I think I want to finally play Final Fantasy 7 once I beat Final Fantasy 7. <laughs> um so there's really no reason even though, I mean if you just don't like it, that's one thing, but yeah. I think you'll have a better appreciation for it having played the remake now because you'll it's going to be like me going back and playing the original but like tenfold where you'd be like right. oh my god that's that and oh i remember this music and i remember that guy and i remember that for example that boss at the end of the train graveyard mm -hmm. you fight him in the original but he's just he's not a boss he's just an enemy mm -hmm. but you fight him one-on-one -on -one. he doesn't show it's not like there's three of them like it's just him and i fought him and i'm like oh that's that's definitely him and then i was like wait a minute, I wonder. So I stole from him. Sure enough, I got a weapon for Aerith. So really? Like they even carried that over. Okay. It's so cool. But there's no, you don't have to worry about it being too hard, like not being able to beat it. Like, I wouldn't recommend going through the game this way, but like anytime you feel like you are maybe unprepared for a fight or you're about to die, you click that right stick and just limit break, gets, limit break, limit break. Everybody, it's full health, limit break, whatever. So like, oh, I I'm thought not, it was just limit break. Okay. No, your your health, I think your magic and your limit break all just boom, full okay. for everybody. Now, if you just play that way through the whole game, you're just like limit break, limit break, limit break. A, you're going to, it'll you're going to get sick of it because fights that should take two seconds are now going to take 30 seconds because you have to watch the limit break animations and all yeah. that. So, but it's a good kind of safety net to where if you're like, Oh crap, I wasn't prepared for this fight. I haven't saved in a while. Uh, screw it. Give me, cause you can just turn it on and turn it off and everybody's got their full health and you can do a round of limit breaks and then, you know, whatever. Oh. Then you just play the game as normal. And if you're about to die again, Oh crap, click it again to get it back. So, so the yeah, other you'll thing be I able to beat it. The other thing I was thinking, though, because the reason I've never played is just because turn base has always scared me. But now, stick with me here, but I think playing the battle system in Final Fantasy VII Remake will make me more open to the whole turn-based thing. Even though Final Fantasy VII is not turn-based, obviously. Now that I've gotten the hang of... real, It's almost like when you're just fighting enemies, 
with your normal attacks. The whole point is just to fill up your ATB gauge, which really it's almost just like the cooldown period in between, you know, if you're going turn-based, it's... Right. It, it's but while cool. you're waiting for your turn, you can still just... <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, but I, I, I do want to play through it. Um, I mean, I've got it, you know, I bought it on PS4 whenever the, the, uh, the PC port, the first yeah. quote unquote remake, I mean, not a remake at all. You know what I mean? Just like the up res graphics and stuff. I've got it sitting there. I just need to, I probably still got a cloud save, <laughs> cloud, um, <laughs> a cloud save somewhere for it, but I'm, I don't even want to do that. I would want to just start, especially yeah, now start that from the beginning. Exactly. Cause I know I got through the first bombing run. I might've got through the second one. I can't remember. I did the whole thing where you go back to seventh heaven, where you go to the bar and I know I got that far, but I can't remember if I did the next bombing run or not. Um, I know I got the, the train part where they were checking IDs. I got that far, but that might've been when you're where on your way to the second one. I think that might've been as far as I got. So yeah. yeah, I want to, I'm not saying for sure I will, but I do want to, but we'll see. I think when you start it, I think you'll get hooked. And even yeah. if you stop at the end of Midgar, if you're like, all right, that was fun, but I don't know if I've got it in me to play a whole Final Fantasy game. That's fine. I think you should play the whole thing. But that's just me. But I think having played this, you'll at least be motivated to get that far yep. in the original. And then you can figure out if you want to keep going. But to me, that's probably the... Not, not that it's bad, but it's probably the worst... It's the least fun part of the game to me. Hmm. Okay. Once you're, Like I said, once you're out of Midgar, everything just opens up and it's like, okay, this now, this is Final Fantasy now. So I think you should get at least that far play another hour or two and see if you like kind of the flow of it. And if you still don't, then you can quit then. But yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to at least get through Midgar so I can see everything that I've seen now and why everybody, you know, appreciates it so much. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, Sean, we've talked about one thing so far and we are 53 or so minutes in. (laughs) You want to get the news of the week? Let's do it. All right, so a Bloomberg report has shed some light on something scary for me when it comes to the PS5 and if we're going to be able to get this thing this holiday season or not. Again, comes from Bloomberg. Sony Corporation plans to produce far fewer units of its upcoming PlayStation 5 in its first year than it had for the previous generation console's launch, according to people familiar with the matter. The Tokyo-based tech giant is limiting its initial production run in part because it expects the PS5's ambitious specs to weigh on demand by leading to a high price at launch, the people said, asking that to be identified because the subject is private. Yeah, no kidding. They haven't talked about the price or (laughs) how many are going to be out there. The global COVID-19 pandemic has affected Sony's promotional plans for the new device, but not its production capacity, they added. The company has told assembly partners it would make five to six million units of the PS5 in the fiscal year ending March 2021, according to people involved in the supply chain. When Sony released the PS4 in November 2013... It sold 7.5 million units in its first two quarters. The PS5's loftier price tag may also deter initial take-up. Game developers who've been creating titles for the next system anticipate the price to be in the region of $500 to $550. And Bloomberg Intelligence's Matthew Canterman points to increased component costs pushing up the price required for Sony to break even. Sony has struggled with its price-setting decision for the PS5 because of scarce components, Bloomberg has noted. Sony spokesperson declined to comment. (coughs) of course, because they don't ever. 
Sony's strategy, according to several people familiar with its plans, will be to rely on incumbent PS4 models as a bridge to get new users onto the PlayStation platform's network services while the PS5 remains in limited supply, the people said. Currently, Sony sells the PS4 for $300 and the higher-end Pro for $400. The company may cut these prices around the time of the PS5 launch, duh, to stimulate new subscribers for the PlayStation Plus membership program and the PlayStation Now game streaming service, the people said. I love, they, they keep just saying the people. The people. <laughs> people. The people. <laughs> Sources say. Sony's CEO... Kenichiro Yoshida has said the company will aim to increase recurring revenue rather than one-time hardware purchases. The PS5 production volume could still change depending on the COVID-19 situation. The people said, <laughs> did you do this? No. Okay. Sony has asked employees to work from home to mitigate the spread of the virus, and its board has been able to unable to meet to approve business plans for the current fiscal year. They can't get on a freaking conference call? Like, what, what the hell? I'm on conference calls every day working from home. That's so stupid. Sony said last month it plans to release. I see you typing. I see it. It just popped up in green on my screen. Virus is already up ended. I see. See, you are doing it. No, I did that one. Oh, okay. So many, uh, the virus has already up ended Sony's promotional plans. The company may forego. See, F O R G O. Yeah, that's saying, wrong. I, I'm just saying that's, I copied and pasted from Bloomberg. May forego hosting a public press conference for its PS5 release date and unveil and price unveiling due to infection fears. Recently, it was forced to reveal the DualSense PS5 controller in a hurried fashion, according to people informed on the matter. <laughs> according to people. <laughs> While only a small circle within Sony are privy to the appearance of the PS5, the controller has been shared with outside developers and the company feared it couldn't control leaks, the person said. <laughs> you did that one. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Um, I think that's pretty much it here. So the highlights here, Sean, um, there's going to be fewer units available than there was for the PS4 and the PS4 was almost impossible to get at launch. They expect the cost to be between 500 and $550. They may forego a press conference at this point. I can't imagine in the world we're living in, they would do a full press conference. I think you've got to just do a state of play. Um, yeah. I mean, you can still have your meetings like a Zoom call with shareholders and stuff after it to go through whatever business stuff you need to go through. But why not just do a state of play to reveal this thing? I, I think for sure that's what they'll do. The DualSense reveal was rushed because they were weird. They were worried that it was going to leak because once you start sending it out to people, the final version, yeah, it was definitely going to leak. It was going to be on the internet the next day. Um, one thing I didn't read there, they, they're saying they're not going to delay, delay the PS5, especially if the Series X does release this year because they don't want Xbox to get the jump on them. They are confident in their launch games coming out. Again, Sean, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Horizon 2, it's coming. And then, of course, PS4 and PS4 Pro price cuts may be coming. Of course, they're. That, 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 I don't even know why that wasn't like, oh, they might drop the. Why they would be stupid not to? Why would they still? Nobody's going to buy a PS4 Pro for four hundred dollars when they can get a PS5 for five hundred, um, or five fifty. The thing that's interesting to me about this is the fact that they don't think the fact that they're saying they're going to limit the number of units that are out there because they don't think the demand will be as high as it was for the PS4 is weird because now it's almost like they're increasing. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's like they're increasing. It's like they're artificially trying to yes. increase the demand, but yeah. Which is what Nintendo did with the Wii. I mean, they didn't put a lot out there because they wanted it to always be sold out. They wanted that word of mouth and everybody would be like, Oh, did you get a Wii? No, I waited in line for two hours and it wasn't there. 
So I think it's weird that they're taking this path. I'm worried now about me getting one. Um, I'm just going to have to have Wario's just going to have to call me in the middle of the night. If they go up on Amazon at like three in the morning, I'm going to have to, <laughs> Jess is going to kill me. Um, but I feel like they, whenever they release, whenever they reveal the console and the price, they'll say pre-orders will start on, you know, August 15th. I don't know. Just throw out a date, but anything stick out to you from that Bloomberg, Bloomberg. <laughs> I don't Bloomberg know. Report. I mean, I can't imagine I don't know. I've been saying, uh, I don't know, for as long as we've even heard about the PS5, this thing's probably going to be $500, if not more. And now they're saying, yeah, 500 or 550 Anybody that was out there that was not expecting it to be this much, that now they're worried about, ooh, people may not want to buy it because it's $500. What were you thinking it was going to be? Like, to yeah. me, this was the most obvious thing. I would think 450 would be the absolute minimum it would ever possibly cost and even if then like are there really that many people who would have paid 450 but won't pay 500 so i don't know i'm a little confused i mean i kind of hope a lot of people say it's too expensive for them so that i'm more likely to be able to get one on launch day but it's exactly where i thought it would be yep i agree um i just want one I really want one so bad. And yeah, maybe that's true. Like you said, maybe if people are like, what? $500? I'll wait a year. Then it's good for me because then I can hopefully actually get my hands on one. Right. Um, but man, I uh, it, it worries me that they're going to be, it's going to be a simultaneous worldwide release. Somebody did report that, which is how the PS, well, no, the PS4 actually came out like a week early in America, I think, because they started prioritizing um, the West over Japan. Um, which was interesting. I think it was Ryan McCaffrey was tweeting what he wouldn't be surprised now if Xbox just says, screw it because Xbox is worth $1.3 trillion or something stupid. Whereas Sony's only worth 78 billion. I could be getting these numbers wrong, but what he was saying is, well, well, maybe it was the other way around, but what he was saying is he wouldn't be surprised because Spencer has said so many times that he wants to be, agile when it comes to um the series x and the price and all this stuff he he wouldn't be surprised if the series x is technically the more powerful console although developers are coming out and they're saying the the ssd makes uh, that the ps5 has makes way more of a difference than two more teraflops on the series x um but they could have on paper the more powerful console but also the cheaper console that maybe they just say the hell with it we're going to take a loss because we want to put all the pressure on Sony we can. And guess what? The Series X is $400. Maybe they pull a Sony like at, you know, E3 2013 when Xbox was like, it's $500 and you got to buy the Kinect and blah, blah, blah. And Sony just said, okay, ours is 400. Hmm. We win. I don't know. Maybe I'm just very much out of touch, but I just can't imagine there are a significant number of people out there who are somehow still undecided about, am I going to get an Xbox or am I going to get a PlayStation? I feel like there are more people who have already decided they're going to get both yep. than there are people who are only going to get one and they don't know which one it's going to be. And I feel like people are either strongly pro Xbox or strongly pro PlayStation or they want them both because they want to be able to play everything and they're going to get both regardless. Maybe not both on launch day, but they're going to get both within a year 
are there really that many people who are only going to get one or the other and it's going to come down to is it four hundred dollars or five hundred dollars like or does it come down to which system if, is Xbox, getting... if the series x was 300 i'm yeah, still getting I'm still a ps5 getting... for 500 yeah. like i i that's just that's what i'm going to get like the only that, thing i'm sure i don't speak for everybody but i feel yeah. like there's probably a lot more people that have already decided what they're going to get within reason regardless of price then there are people out there who are still debating which one they're going to get yeah the only way i'm not getting a ps5 or i should say trying to get a ps5 at launch is if somehow it's like 700 dollars. then i'm going to be like right. oh, okay all right hold up guys whoa whoa chill um but it's not the it's only not thing be. that would keep me from getting it at launch day if i yeah if it's available is if I'm like, that is stupid. There's no way it should be that much. I can wait a few months and save $100. Like if I know that it's, like you said, if it's $700 and be like, okay, it's obviously not going to stay $700. I can get it in January or February for 600. Yeah, I might wait. But that would be the only thing. If it was just astronomically high, I'd be like, yeah, I can wait a few months for the price to come down. But yeah, I mean the only the only people the only thing I can think is if people are on the fence, it could be the people that are just like, you know, this gener the the previous generation, the PS3 360, it was Xbox that had all the exclusivity with Call of Duty. Like it was the system for Call of Duty. You got the new maps early, you got all this other stuff. And with the, then with the PS4, that flipped. And it was Sony that got the rights to all that stuff. And like Warzone or like Modern Warfare has a mode. Like that Spec Ops was maybe for a year or something you could only play it on sony um the modern warfare 2 remastered came out a month early on sony like maybe if it's it, it's that they're waiting to see who gets the call of duty stuff i don't know i gotta imagine sony will just keep it and they'll keep paying the money because it, there are people that just buy call of duty every year and that's all they play right. um but i don't know i would think 80 percent of the people to not no i'd say 90 to 95 percent of the people that are like us already know exactly what they're doing like you said with if you're either getting one or you're getting both but nothing is going to be like there's nothing short of xbox saying of course metal gear Solid 3 remake is exclusive to the xbox um there's nothing that would make me buy that console nothing i don't care about halo infinite gears of war at some point i'd still want to at least try that and even then you're still getting a ps5 well right exactly you would, yes. it would just make i you wouldn't get, get it over it yeah because i'm still going to play spider-man 2 there was rumors right. going around about spider-man 2 that it was that it's going to be shown this summer and come out holiday there's 21 no but that would uh, be that would be holiday three. 21 maybe but i don't think they're yeah. going to show it this year i wouldn't think so either but i mean that would be because it came out september 2018 so that would be a little bit over three years but that still seems in today's age that seems like a quick turnaround like i'm not expecting god of war 2 until 22 or 23 honestly like so that's the kind of game where it's like well we've already done it it's in new york are we going to release another spider-man game that's i mean new york is new york if you say this one's in new york it's going to look identical which yeah. makes it easy to make a second game but well, there's, it feels like it cheapens the product. It's not like where you can have Liberty City and well, here's also Liberty City, but it magically looks different now. Like if they're if it's going to be New York, it's going to be New York. So I don't know. I feel like they need to change up the location. I don't know. They got to do something. So supposedly the rumors are saying it's still in New York. The symbiote will be in it. Um what did they say? It's going to take place in winter, supposedly, and the snow tech is off the chain, whatever. I'm like, I don't, 
I don't think of snow when I think of Spider-Man. Like, yeah. I don't really think of any superheroes <laughs> being in the snow. But anyways, now we're off topic. But yeah, <laughs> PS5, I better be able to get one at launch. Next up, Sony announced the, uh, what are they calling it? The Play at Home initiative. Essentially, what they're doing here is they are making two games free for everyone. You do not need to have PlayStation Plus. Uh, Those games are Uncharted, the Nathan Drake Collection, and Journey. You should definitely get both of these if you don't have them already. They are available April 15th through May 5th. What the hell day is it? It's the 19th, so they're up there now. You can download them for free. One thing I did see people say, because both these games have been on PS Plus before, of course, some people were bitching about that. Shut up. Like, not everybody had PS Plus when these games were free. Not everybody has PS Plus, and this is a really good, really cool thing they're doing. You're getting four games for free, so shut up. One thing I saw Wario tweet, though, is even if you have these games from PS Plus, you can go in and you can still claim them again. So that if you ever don't have PlayStation Plus, you still get access to these games. So just kind of an FYI there. Um, But if you haven't played the Uncharted games, play them. If you haven't played Journey, take two hours out of your day and play through it. It is amazing. Wait, so PS Plus games that I've maybe not downloaded, but bought and are in my library, if I'm no longer a PS Plus member, I can't download them and play them? That is correct. What if I've already downloaded? What if they're currently on my hard drive? the license goes away and you can't play them really when you try to open it it'll say you don't have the right license for this or no, something i didn't realize that yep the other thing they did they they uh it's called their creative funding part of this play at home initiative independent developers are vital to the heart and soul of the gaming community and we understand the hardships and financial struggles that many smaller gaming studios are facing with that sie has developed a fund to support them during this time we have earmarked $10 million to, to support our independent development partners. More information about the fund, including participation criteria, will be made, will be, oh my God, made available soon. Nash block. Nash block. I got to put that up. You sent that to me. I need to put that up. Um, blah, blah, blah. So, Sean, this is all. I, there's not really a whole lot to say about it, but I wanted to cover it in case people weren't aware. It's awesome. Um, good on you, Sony. Go download these games. Just add them to your library so you got them. Um, the $10 million for indie devs is awesome. I don't know how anybody can say anything bad about this, but it's the internet, so I'm sure people are. They'll find a way. Dash block. <laughs> All right, next up, some rock star news. Uh, this first came from Gataku. Kotaku. <sighs> Gataku. I, I, I see what you wrote already because it's underlined in red. Dang it. <laughs> Now you're going to try to develop poop it out. Um, <laughs> right, this comes from IGN. First per, per report. <laughs> Dash block. I'm not even drunk. I'm not even drinking. This is water. And that was coffee. Rockstar Games is working on a new Grand Theft Auto. Damn it, Sean. But the next entry in the series is reportedly a long ways from release and may take on a different scope due to alleged changes at the Red Dead and GTA studio. An anonymous source close to Rockstar Games has confirmed to IGN that the Red Dead Redemption 2, I see you typing, Red Dead Redemption 2 company is next working on a new entry in the GTA series as first reported by Kotaku. 
Kotaku's report, which places a larger focus on workplace changes allegedly happening at Rockstar following the massive discussions on crunch and game development centered around Red Dead Redemption 2. That is a long sentence. Still not over. <laughs> yeah. Also notes, however, that the next GTA is early in develop poop, according to Sean. <laughs> the person, the person, the person, damn it, Sean. Did you do that too? Yes goes further on to explain that due to the changing nature of conditions at Rockstar, the company is considering ways of altering production to avoid similar crunch issues. One such plan is to allegedly have the next GTA, whether it be called GTA 6 or some other title, be a, quote, moderately sized release, which by Rockstar standards would still be a large game, that is then expanded with regular updates over time, which may help mitigate stress and crunch. Of course, given that GTA is early in development, it remains to be seen how the later parts of development could affect those plans to curb crunch, the process by which developers work frequent overtime in order to hit certain release dates and milestones. According to the report, Rockstar has attempted to root out the causes of widespread crunch reported at the studio, including changes in leadership throughout many of its offices, outside management training, and plans to improve technology pipelines and scheduling for production on the next game. And while there's still concern at the studio, according to the report, many anonymous devs speaking directly to Kotaku were cautiously optimistic about the future. IGN has reached out to Rockstar for official comment on the alleged changes at the studio, as well as further comment on next GTA, and we'll update this story should they respond. I don't know why you're laughing, because I expect there to be something there. <laughs> because, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing. I'm trying to read ahead. Um, <laughs> so there was comments about 100-hour work weeks on Red Dead 2, blah, 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 blah. Um, GTA 6 has not officially been announced, and though we've seen plenty of attempts to fool us into believing GTA 6 has been announced for previous years, Rockstars remain quiet about what will follow Red Dead 2, as well as its continued work on Red Dead Online and GTA Online. So we know about all the crunch stuff. I don't really need to get into that. Um, I the, the thing that stood out to me most in this is, where's this line here? Not about develop hoop. Um, Oh, I'm looking at the PS5 article. That's why I can't find it. Um, where's the develop poop? Okay, early in develop poop. Um, <laughs> one such plan is allegedly to have the next GTA, whether it's called 6 or some other title, be, quote, a moderately sized release that is then updated with regular updates over time, which may help mitigate stress and crunch. Um, GTA 5 was ridiculously huge. Um, I beat it twice. I beat it on PS3 and PS4. It was about 35 hours each game, I think. Um, I just don't know when they say moderately sized, are they talking the actual size of, let's say Miami or New York or wherever they decide to put this game? Or are they talking like you'll only get like certain story beats at launch and then they'll continue the story every three months or something with an update. I don't know. And I don't know, I think that sounds cool. See, I don't want any kind of like weird, even if it's all inclusive in the one purchase, I don't want some weird kind of episodic thing. Like, give me a cool single player mode. Allow me to play online in like this big just sandbox of a city and I'm fine. I don't need all these like... Uh, cunning stunts and heist and good job <laughs> like add all that later that's fine but like yeah. allow me to play the entire single player campaign and allow me to just go online and mess around and i'm i'm 100 content with that 
Yeah, that that's the thing. So it could just be, yeah, what they're saying is, I mean, truth be told, I don't need GTA 6 to be 35 or 40 hours long in single player. Like if it's 20 hours, I'm fine with that. And then I'm like, okay, is GTA Online 2 ready yet? You know, I, I'm, more, right. I'm, I'm more wonder about like, are they going to let you bring your character over to whatever the new GTA online is? Like, can I bring over, like I'm level 125 or 135. I don't know what I am. Can I bring that character over? Can I bring all my I G- don't think so. GTA cash over and my cars and stuff? Probably not the cars and stuff, but like that's going to suck. And maybe there is no GTA online too. Maybe it's just, they put GTA online on next gen it'll just be a new version of gta online yeah and maybe you can fly to miami or something somebody said there are rumors going around that it will be in vice city and it'll be gta vi ce kind of like how they did resident evil 7 with the you know yeah so there's rumors going around about that um but at this point nobody knows if they really are just get i don't believe they're just getting working on this game i'm pretty sure they've been working on it since red dead 2 shipped I would think, and then their, you know, their B team is working on Red Dead Online and keeping GTA Online going. But um, early stages, I don't, I don't really believe that. When Red Dead Two came out a year and a half ago, um, but it's probably at this point going to be ten years in between GTA games at best. So I would say, you know, because it came out GTA Five was twenty thirteen. This is probably twenty twenty three. You know, maybe twenty two if we're super lucky, but. Depending I would on, say, I bet 22. Depending on what they mean by early stages, I just, ugh, it makes me nervous. I want yeah. more GTA. Well, um, I would also be a lot more likely to play it more and take online more seriously if people like you and a whole bunch of other people weren't able to just <clears throat> take advantage of some bug in the beginning and get to like level 100 and then they squash the bug and now i'm stuck at level one and couldn't get to level 100 if i put a thousand hours into it i'm just like there's no point like Dude, i think it should just start from scratch give everybody yeah. a level playing field and yeah gta online at the beginning was the wild west i subbed to so many youtube channels that were just like car duplication glitches to where you could just keep duplicating the same car over and over again and keep selling it for like 150 or two hundred thousand dollars over and over and over again and then i remember there was one glitch rockstar i hope you're not listening um where it was an easy way to level up but what you had to do was there's a certain part on the map you could go to and you could just run in circles and the police would see you and then they couldn't find you so you would get a wanted level and then it would go away you'd get a wanted level it would go away and you just keep ranking up so what they told people to do is basically just take your your <laughs> take your at that time DualShock Three controller because by the time it came out on four all this was gone and uh, luckily they never took my money away or my rankings but you um you had to take a rubber band and just like take your analog stick and just like hold it to the right so you just like be running in circles. I left my PlayStation on overnight one night for eight hours. So that, so eight hours of my 375 aren't really legitimate in GTA. But the time when I woke up the next morning, I had jumped up like 30 levels. I was like, yes, this is awesome. (laughs) That's so stupid. Oh God. But I want GTA six and they better call it GTA six. I don't want them to call it vice city or San Andreas or anything like that. Right. It should be a new numbered game for sure. And the last item on the list, just a quick one here. This probably could have been the wrap up, but it's cool. So let's talk about the Switch firmware 10.0 update. This comes from Nintendo Life. 
Nintendo Switch firmware has today made a big poop from version 9.2 to 10.0. This new update, which is now live, comes with a number of new features. Just don't get your hopes up for folders and themes. This source went on to say that Kevin is a presentation. (laughs) You're a presentation tool. You can now transfer software data between the system memory and the SD card and vice versa. Thank you. I thought you could always do this. I I guess I didn't realize you couldn't do that now. When I got my SD card for Christmas and I plugged it in there and I was like, what the hell? What's the point of an SD card then? Yeah. So I think what you have to do in the past, you had to already have it in there and then set it to save your data there instead of to the switch because i plug if you download it to the system it's there forever and you couldn't move it i guess choose to download it to the sd card in the beginning when i look because i got an sd card for christmas and i popped it in there i was like what the hell i still have no system memory available and every time the kids have a stupid Fortnite update it's like yeah no i need to get that thing off the switch because you have no space available um so that's good there's also a new bookmark feature Wait, no, I skipped a sentence. In addition to this, you can remap the buttons of your Switch controllers. That seems cool, but the only reason I think you would want to do that would be like like somebody was saying, like for the menus, like in Japan and with Nintendo, everything's different. Like Sony, you push the X to confirm and you push circle to say no. Whereas those same buttons in those areas, the B and the A, they do the opposite on Nintendo. So you could switch them so you fix that, but then like, but now your B's and your A's in the game are weird. I don't know. Yeah, I I wouldn't want to change that. That should just be a soft, like you should be able to do that in every single game. Yes. That should not be a system-wide, yeah, I don't like that. I mean, I I don't care. I just won't use it, but to me that's stupid. And again, I hope every every next-gen game, you should just be able to remap your buttons. There's also a new bookmark feature that's been added to the news, a new section added to user settings and six new animal crossing new horizon icons. So you can do your game of the year with your little, your little animal. What's it? (laughs) Put that on your switch and shove it up your, (laughs) shove it up your butt. (laughs) (laughs) Last but not least general system stability improvements to enhance the experience. Of course. And now Sean, it is time for the wrap up. I don't have a jingle yet. Gamescom is officially wrap up, wrap up. Time to get your wrap up. There you go. All right. Somebody <laughs> cut that out and send it to us. Gamescom is officially going all digital in August, which we knew was going to happen. They, I mean, there was no way they were going to have 600,000 people fly to Germany when we're in the middle of a pandemic because we're not going to be out of this by August, um, at least not globally. Also, San Diego Comic-Con has been canceled. Also, not surprising at all. There's going to be no, there's going to be no gatherings of any. There will be no cons. No, I just hope we have football. I don't care if fans are there or not. I'm not going. I just want to sit on my ass and do fantasy football. Streets Rage 4 is officially out April 30th, and we are ridiculously pumped. I cannot wait. It's going to be awesome. Still waiting to hear if we get codes. If we don't, we'll just buy it because it's Streets Rage 4. So whatever. Uh, they also show that there there is a battle mode in the game. So like the the versus stuff, you know, it's it's cool. I don't know that I'll play it that much. There were a bunch of bunch of Amazon France leaks last week, like The Last of Us Part Two, Nathan Drake, Days Gone, Grand Grand Turismo Sport. All were supposed to be coming to PC. They were all fake. What I saw somebody uh, Wario tweeted that apparently in Amazon in France it's easy to 
for some reason make fake listings. So there's a lot of Xbox trolls that for not a lot, but there's some Xbox trolls that think it's funny to do this every once in a while. How, how do they have access to do this? Or maybe they work for Amazon and they're just trolls. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, and X-Bone X Cyberpunk Limited Edition was announced and it's coming out June, even though the game is not out until September. So there's that. A new XCOM, XCOM game is out this week. I think it's called Chimera Assault or something like that. So XCOM. XCOM. <laughs> XCOM, if you like XCOM, there's that. Apparently, WWE 2K21 has been canceled after the poop show that was the last game where everybody's just... And the ring ropes are doing all this. Um, Ukes has said, apparently, they've said they're not involved with WWE 2K21, but then there's rumors that they might be. What I'm hoping is that this means we're finally going back to the way wrestling games should be. I'm not going to get my hopes up, but we'll see. It should not be simulation like 2K21. At least go back to like SmackDown versus Raw. At least that was close to what the N64 games were. But we'll see. SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated is out June 23rd. Cannot wait for that. And Star Wars Episode One Racer is out May 12th on Switch and PS4. Hooray. A lot of people like that game. Did you ever play it way back in the day? Yeah, I, I rented it way back in the day. Okay. But I was going to say, I don't really think of this as being a good game or anywhere near it. It just seemed like such a boring, I remember when I rented it at first, I was like, this is cool. This is, I'm like racing a pod racer. Now this is pod racing. (laughs) And then I was like, okay, after one race, I was literally just like, well, this is boring. Like this is just the same thing over. I mean, I've never been a big racing game guy anyway, unless it's like Mario Kart where there's something fun going on. So I guess it's just not meant for me, but, it just seems like such a random game to, I don't know. And is it like a ground up remake or it's just like a, no, it's no, it's the exact same game with just a little bit of up res. I, I just, I don't understand. Huh? This just broke. According to VGC, Sony has yet to fully reveal the PlayStation five. We know quite a bit about the console already. And we've been given a good look at the PS five DualSense controller, but we're still waiting on the big next gen showing. However, with the ongoing coronavirus situation, undoubtedly upsetting PlayStation's plans, it's difficult to predict when the Japanese giant will make its move. With that in mind, this latest rumor makes for some interesting reading. VGC, which has been leaking everything lately, reports that Sony was, quote, recently planning to have a, pull, a full PS5 reveal in May. This is according to an unnamed source, but given how reliable VGC tends to be, we're prepared, we're prepared to bet on this being legit. Um, VGC also weighs also adds weight to the claim that Microsoft has Series X reveals. Uh, uh, No, damn it, Siri, stupid Series X reveals (laughs) set for May. I thought I turned that off. It could be that we're going to have the two next-gen consoles going head-to-head very soon, assuming that, again, plans haven't changed. Huh, interesting. So we may, everything we were just talking about, we may get... uh, Everything will probably drop tomorrow, as per usual. Of course, this is how it always is with us. Um, so there's that. So, Sean. Yes. Did you know that it's that time of the week when we go back to playing the... <gasps> it's it's the, back the back of the box, box. challenge. That was, I, I, the freaking delay, man. I can't do I mean, this. it sounded good to me. So I'm curious oh, really? to see how... Yeah, we were... I was dead on in sync with you. So okay. we'll see how... We'll see how it comes on. <laughs> I don't know what I just said. 
Uh, the back of the box challenge is what we do here every once in a while on the two player co-op <laughs> podcast and podcast. And it's how we end the podcast when we do end the podcast that way. Um, but what we do is we go back and we look at a previously released retail version of a game, turn that joker around and read the box, the damn it, read the back of the box to the other host. Uh, we bleep out any pertinent information that will give the game away or make it way too obvious. The other player then gets to ask some questions to follow up and try to guess what the game is. That's the back of the box challenge. And that is what we're going to do now. Who go, who reads first? Uh, I'll go. Okay. I feel like this is one I've done before just because I don't see how I almost I hadn't one, thought of it before. But. Yeah. I almost picked one that I knew we had done before, but it's one of those games we used to always talk. I was going to do Akari Warriors because that used to, when we used to do this all the time, I was always like, is this Akari Warriors? But I, I didn't do Akari Warriors. So, all right. Did you? <laughs> no. Okay. Take control of blank. A blank-toting, blank killer who has waited his whole life to meet his ultimate destiny or blank a young girl with a strong magical presence who is mysteriously drawn to blank's evil blank. It is their duty to seek out blank and put an end to its residence plans. Evil. What, what is your destiny? Is this an RPG? No. Side scroller? No. What the frick? <laughs> top down? No. What the hell else is it? <laughs> First person? No. Okay, when I say top down, I mean, okay. Is it uh, isometric? No. What the frick is it then? <laughs> oh, is it third person, like 3D? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's not a 16-bit game. Is it a 16-bit game? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um... Not an RPG. You got, play a, huh? Got bullets if you need them. So you play as a dude or a chick with magic. She's drawn to somebody evil. Um, you're good at <laughs> like if you had just read everything that I read, I would just be like, "What the hell did you play you as a guy say? or a girl?" And that's all I remember. Something about magic. She's drawn to somebody's evil spirit. Uh, is this part of a series? Uh, yes. Is it a? Was this uh, was this the first in the series? No. Is this a Sony series? No. Okay, so it was multiple platforms. Uh, the or, or series no. is yeah, but this game was exclusive. Yeah, is correct to the Saturn. No, to the Nintendo sixty four. That is correct. Oh. Is this a Capcom or no? Is this a Konami game? It is. Are there Belmonts in this series? Uh, yes. This is that. This is that. Is this the first one on N sixty four? Yep. My it was, gosh! It was just called I didn't know Castlevania. There was, I guess I thought I it was called Castlevania sixty four. Like no, I think everything the, else, but. The the second one was, I think. Oh, maybe. I didn't know there was multiple characters in this. Yeah. 
Uh, take control of Reinhardt Schneider, a whip-toting <laughs> vampire killer. Now see, that's why is... I didn't ask if there was Belmonts in this game, because for some reason I thought it wasn't a Belmont. Okay. Yeah. Or Carrie Fernandez, a young girl with strong magical presence who is mysteriously drawn to Dracula's evil Castlevania. Uh, okay. It is her duty to seek out Castlevania and put an end to its residents' plans. The name of the castle is Castlevania? In this, it is. I When I saw that, I'm like, Wait, is that like canon? I don't remember that being a thing, but I don't remember ever hearing that. Yeah. yeah. That I think interesting. I think there's a good game. Yeah. In there. Um, I still say what Castlevania, I mean, Symphony of the Night is how Castlevania should be. However, yes. Castlevania, if not that, like Castlevania would work as a Bloodborne. I mean, Bloodborne is almost Castlevania already. Yes. Like Castlevania would work in that style. And it seems like that's kind of in a very, very, very loose sense, kind of what this was trying to be. I mean, Bloodborne wasn't even a thing, but you know, it seemed like they were going right. for that kind of style and it just, they didn't do it very well. But they, that is correct. They did not. That is correct. All right. You ready, Sean? Yes. Blank. The son of a legendary hero who's is this been Atari Warriors? No. Okay. Who's been captured is the now this is funny. Between these two words, I notice that they have two spaces instead of one. That is weird. Why do I notice these things? Okay, let me start over. Blank, the son of a legendary hero who's been captured, is the solar system's last hope against the evil space pirate. I don't think you know this name, so I'm just gonna say it. Greedy. Blank, not Greedo, blank must travel to the seven planets of his home system to restore peace to their once happy worlds and ultimately free his father. Is this a licensed game? No. Uh, 16-bit? Yes. Super Nintendo? No. Genesis? Yes. Did we own this game? I can't remember. I think we I think we may have we definitely played it many times. But I'm not this is one of those that like I can't remember if we did own it or not, but yeah. Do you are you using guns? No. Like swords? Melee no. weapon? No. No? No. Do you jump on people? Uh, I think or like so. punch people? I think you can jump on people. Is this like Rystar or something? Ding, 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 ding. Is it? <laughs> like a Rystar cowboy. cowboy. <laughs> the, uh, the first thing that I didn't, uh, the first bullet point, even if I bleep, I would have to bleep this whole thing. Rystar stretches his long elastic arms to grab enemies and headbutt them. <laughs> can you jump on enemies in this? I don't. I kind of don't. Do you think have you to can. grab them? I mean, I we did have a, to grab them. We did a let's play, right? Or did we do Dynamite Heady? We did Dynamite Heady. Okay. I think we did Rystar too. No, I don't know didn't. why we. We need to if we're ever back together again. Huh. No, we that, did. Is Dyn that on the Genesis Mini? Oh crap! No, it's not. That's why we didn't do it. Or is huh. it? I feel um, like it is. Genesis Mini seems like a pretty big. Game. Swing and a miss if it's not. Now, who made that? Uh, you would do that right when I click off it. 
Um, yep. Let's go back. Main. Developed and published by Sega. No, oh, okay. Data East. <laughs> by. All right, let me look this up one more time. Genesis mini game list. <laughs> I don't think it's on there. No, it doesn't look like it's on there. I mean, it's on the pie if we had to, but. Hold on. That wasn't the full list. This is taken 42. But no, I'm almost positive we did not own that. But okay. we probably rented it a few times. Yeah, I, it's it's that it, it's games like that when I just I, I I just can't remember if we owned them or not. But I knew we rented it at least if we didn't own it, we rented it like 15 times. No, it's not on there. That's why we didn't play it. Wow, interesting. Wow. I think we def we predicted it to be on there. I know that. But, yeah. Oh well. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for episode 178. Thank you all so much for being here for an hour and a half. Um, I like that these podcasts are still, I feel like there's not a lot of news, but like when you can talk about Final Fantasy seven for two weeks, right. you can, you yeah. can feel the, <laughs> you can fill the gaps there. Um, you know, everything you can find us over at nerd901.com where they're connecting nerds across the multiverse and the mid South kind of stumbled over my In that order. <laughs> Yep. Uh, check out uh, Ernie the Bird Without Fear, youtube.com slash Bird Without Fear. I wish I could have done the watch along for uh, Street Fighter 2, the animated movie, Ernie, but I was just, I, I saw it come through, but I was like, God, I'm, I'm, I'm in like chapter 12 as this is coming through, and I'm like, I can't. This, this chapter is going to break me. I can't get out of this. Um, obviously, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at KevinWhite24. He's at RealSeanWhite. I don't know where I'm pointing or which direction this is going. And together, we're at two-player underscore co-op. You know, Did the you deal. do, uh, maybe I just zoned out did you do uh patreon shout outs yep oh, okay definitely, i guess i did zone out definitely did <laughs> uh patreon twitch youtube audio services around the multiverse you know all that stuff um thanks for the youtube for the facebook views again once i stop posting stuff there we start getting 10 12 views a week i don't know why but whatever um you know the whole rigmarole that's it for this week we'll be back next week but until that time sean go ahead and take us out thank you for playing